0: Hello and welcome to the Drug Policy Voices podcast. This is an ESRC funded research project which aims to engage people who use drugs into debates about drug policy. Each month we'll speak about the findings of our research, discuss the hot topics connected to drug use and drug policy and talk about the ways in which you can participate in our research. Our vision is to educate, inform and amplify your voices. Find out more information about us, including research ethics, privacy statements, and where to go for advice and support. You can visit our website at www.drugpolicyvoices.co.uk.
1: Hi, listeners, and welcome to episode five of Drug Policy Voices. (laughs) So, in this month's episode, we're actually taking a break on the guest chat because we've been really busy planning and launching our research. Uh, And you might have seen on our Twitter or our Instagram handle, we're now recruiting people to take part. So if you want to know how to get involved, then basically this episode is where we're going to tell you a little bit more about what we're doing and how people are getting involved. Uh, We've had quite a few inquiries, so we think it'd be really good to pick up on those and use this podcast to answer kind of queries and inquiries that have come in so far. So Rebecca is leading the field work and she's getting the most inquiries. so I'm going to be interviewing or questioning her on those. (laughs) So hi Rebecca. Hello Melissa. Hello. (laughs) So we'll start off with an easy one to begin with then. So how can you get involved in the Drug Policy Voices Research
0: Project? Brilliant thank you yes. Um, So as you say we have kind of launched our research now and we're kind of taking this approach where we want people to kind of get involved in a way that kind of suits them. So we're doing two main ways of people being involved. So one of them is on an individual basis. So uh, with that, we're kind of saying you can you can kind of write uh, you can write a, a, an anonymous blog post um or a letter or a statement that talks about your personal experiences but also links to kind of key policy topics and questions as well so it's really how we draw those personal experiences uh, and make them turn them into kind of policy relevant and um, so you can do a blog post you can create poetry we had Aphrodita on the podcast a few episodes ago and she talks more about that kind of creative engagement and I think kind of poetry and those more creative methods, maybe if you struggle to find where to start or what to say, you feel like you've got something to say, but you, you, you don't know where to start. And um, mm. Aphrodite can help and it can be more of a creative uh, and immersive kind of uh, way of contributing as well. Um, And then finally on the individual uh, methods, you can take part in a conversational interview. So that interview will be with me. I've had many years experience of doing interviews now, and I really enjoy interviewing and and meeting up different sorts of people with different experiences. Um, So maybe you've got a particular experience connected to kind of criminal justice or treatment, um, maybe being stopped and searched or being searched in other venues. Uh, maybe you've experienced stigma and we can talk about that and the interviews really uh, individual and personal we'll kind of talk before about the kinds of things you want to discuss and then we'll go from there and it'll be more like kind of a conversation so i'll keep linking back to policy and we can talk about things that are relevant to your life rather than being very abstract so that's the individual methods and then so you can take part in one of those, 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 <laughs> or you can take part in a online um, workshop. So this kind of moves away from talking about your personal experiences And what you do in an online workshop, so it's around kind of five people, and we present a number of scenarios. And there's, you know, all of the research team are kind of getting involved with those. So, um, a number of scenarios, so we can discuss policy in um, a kind of more general way, I guess. Mm -hmm. So, we debate the issues. So, if you're somebody who likes debating things, then this is a really good way for you to get involved. Uh, You don't need any knowledge about drug policy to take part. We've kind of set up the number of scenarios. So we give you some details and then we ask you lots of questions around that. There's no right or wrong answers in those uh, workshops. It's about uh, debate. It's about kind of being um, kind of, you know, looking at what those tensions are as well. So not, you know, where do we agree on things? At what points do we disagree? So we really are encouraging people to kind of uh, debate. and for both of those methods, so whether you want to do something more individually or whether you want to do an online workshop, we're looking at around an hour, maybe an hour and a half um, of time, of people's time. So it's no more than that, really. Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Fantastic. And we do offer a love to shop voucher, don't we? For um, A £20 love to shop voucher as a thank you for the hour of your time uh, as well, just to yeah, yes. that's <laughs> to it. get that across too, so yeah, yeah and then, and what if people can't decide Then what if they can't decide between whether they want to do an individual method, so write a poem, write a blog post, have a personal one-to-one interview with you, or whether they want to do um, a group workshop, whether, whether they want to do a policy workshop.
0: Yeah, that's a really good question, and we've had quite a few inquiries uh, about that as well, so this is, this is, you know, we, if you go to our website, um, there's a get involved page and on that page you can kind of register your interest in, in what you might want to be involved in and what I will do then is I'll send you more information on each of those methods so you can read in a bit more detail about what's involved and then you can make a decision as well. Um, But in general, what I say is that if you've got a particular personal experience that you want to talk about, that you feel it's important to talk about, um, then the individual methods, the blog, the poetry, the, uh, the interview, they might be more suited to you. If you don't feel like you've got a particular experience that you want to speak about, however, you do want to debate topics and you do Mm. want to debate debate policy uh, and, and kind of different scenarios, then that's probably all right for you. It's how much personal you want to put into it. And it's not necessarily, you know, if we were in the online workshops you want to talk about a personal experience you can but it's that's not the point of it if you if you know I mean so it depends on whether you want to focus on your personal experience or not I would say as a general rule but if you you know it's great that people are interested in so many different things so yeah we can help you decide and we can send you more information if you if you're not quite sure.
1: Yeah fantastic and then what sort of themes then will we be focusing on or will we want our listeners to focus on if they are taking part in the individual methods or if they're taking part in the policy workshops and debating various scenarios or stories related to drug policy?
0: Yeah, really good question as well. So the individual methods um, were kind of like, basically, we're interested in kind of personal experiences, but how they could be linked to policy. So people have been talking about maybe Uh, their own experiences and how that's been linked to drugs education perhaps education that their parents gave them or the school gave them we might be thinking about you know how about freedom to use how much freedom should we have as individuals to to take the substances that we want that's very important for policy uh, Mm. really and it could be experiences of criminal justice um, and for the individual methods, before the, the kind of interview or the blog or the poetry, I'm asking everybody to consider, you know, what are your key messages to policymakers? You know, what would make your life better? What would make your life and other others' lives better who are in your si- situation? Because we want to to kind of uh, communicate these messages, you know, straight from the voices of those who experience, um, you know, the kind of, of policy and treatment, that kind of thing, we want those to go direct to policymakers. So I'm asking people to think about that. So that helps, you know, think about, you know, what what do you think the government should do? What should policymakers consider that perhaps they aren't doing already? So that's the kind of individual methods. So we've got a number of things that you could work on. But you might come to us as well and say, "Listen, I've had this particular experience. I'd like to talk about it." That's fine too. We can work together to to uh, to onto those particular themes. And then for the workshops, um, that's more planned. So we have a number of scenarios. Mm -hmm. Um, And then within the workshops, we'll pick three out of five that we'll discuss. Um, So those scenarios, I'm not going to go too much into them, uh, but they're things like drug taker rights, drugs education, opinions on current drug laws, opinions on treatment and support um so you know it's we we talk about particular situations we personalize those the scenarios have been created either through um you know our experiences as researchers the real world experiences and we ask you know you know what you know whether we you agree with this particular perspective whether you um you know what kinds of things should we should we consider um So, yes, the individual methods are a lot more kind of fluid. And then the scenarios, they're all kind of pre-planned. And then we'll pick a number of topics to discuss. Fantastic. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. So it's probably fair to say then in summary that the individual methods, they're more connected to personal experiences, aren't they? Whereas the policy scenarios, the online workshops, they're more connected to what you think about policy.
0: Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Very well Fantastic.
1: You want to join a policy workshop um but you're open to doing it with people that you don't actually know or that you aren't friends with can you still sign up and how do you do that
0: yeah good question yeah we're we're encouraging groups of friends to kind of form discussion groups just because, you know, people might feel more comfortable talking with people that they know. um, So you can get a group of friends and you can debate the topics. However, we totally appreciate that, you know, you might not have people or there's not people that you want to have that debate with, with the people that you personally know. So if you go onto our website and you go to the join the debate page um, there is a calendar there, and you can self-select onto one of our uh, policy workshops. If there's a time that doesn't that isn't on there that would be better suited to you, then just email us at drugpolicyvoices@mmu.ac.uk, and um, yeah, and we'll, we'll accommodate you. It might take a bit of time, but we will get there because there are people who want to join but they they don't have like that group of friends that they want to debate with. Um, so yes, we will we can accommodate people in that way. Fantastic.
1: Yeah. And then who is
0: eligible to take part then? Yes. So we are doing people over the age of 18. So, yes, we're asking people over the age of 18 who are a citizen or live in the UK um, and have taken at least one compound covered by either the Misuse of Drugs Act. So that includes, you know, your probably more traditional illicit substances such as cannabis, LSD, magic mushrooms, heroin, um, or the that's covered by the misuse, sorry, ooh, or the Psychoactive Substances Act as well. We talked a bit about that, didn't we, in the last episode? Yes. About the distinction yeah, between the two. And if you look on our um our survey page and our website, that kind of clearly maps out exactly who's eligible to take part. But basically, if you're over the age of 18, if you're a citizen or live in the UK and you've taken a legal drug within your lifetime, then you're eligible. Yes. Yeah. Fantastic.
1: So are we looking for any particular groups of people then?
0: Um, well, obviously, our um, ethos is about um, a wide range and a diversity of voices. So, uh, you know, we're not looking for any particular groups, but though we do want, you know, lots of different people with lots of different experiences to take part. And um, so, yeah, well, obviously, as I said before, if you've got a group of friends, then that's really good. And um, we know that the, the people that are more difficult to uh, recruit are people that are in treatment um, and people who have got experiences of criminal justice. So if you do have contacts or you do belong to kind of one of those groups, uh, then we'd love to hear from you as well. Um, but really, we're just looking for people who are passionate about this subject, who want to be involved um, and th- so we can include a diversity of voices. We're kind of contacting lots of people as well. So we're not just having people come in to us, uh, but we're kind of targeting our recruitment as well to make sure we get that diversity.
1: Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, Because we want people that use substances, don't we, for a whole variety of reasons and people that use a whole variety of different substances, really, because we want to have that uh, array yeah. of voices yeah yeah and how are people taking part then what kind of things are people discussing
0: so we've I've, yeah it's been really interesting actually I do love the fieldwork phase I love meeting people and just discussing things and um we've you know we've run some workshops already um I've done some interviews people have written blogs um, so the things that people are, are kind of discussing, and obviously I won't um, mention any names, um, but this, you know, is kind of things around parental substance use, uh, their own substance use. Um, also, you know, drugs education as well. I spoke to somebody yesterday who had a lot of experience of being processed through the criminal justice system. Um, you know, kind of people who are running groups connected to cannabis uh, people who've experienced stigmatisation and shame because of their substance use as well and how that's impacted them, um, you know, thoughts about providing drugs education to young people. Also a couple of uh, people who've talked about, um, you know, young people being kicked out of home uh, mm. because parents have found uh, that they've been smoking cannabis or maybe other drugs as well. So lots of really important um subjects. And obviously, we're kind of open to to kind of having more of those as well. Um, And there's a couple. So I just wanted to read out a couple of quotes from people and what they've been saying. So somebody uh, got in contact and they were talking about their own recreational drug use um, and thinking about policy. And they said, you know, I realised I've been taking recreational drugs for over 20 years now, and I don't think it's negatively affected my life. I don't want to shout from the rooftops, take drugs, kids, they're ace. (laughs) But I think that criminalising drugs uh, that people are going to take anyway means that people are going to jail needlessly. Maybe that they just need counselling or something like that, or otherwise cause kids to make reckless decisions that cost lives. Smoking weed or taking ecstasy is not a path to heroin. Um, And again, you know, somebody talking about drug addiction and how, you know, perhaps we perceive drug addiction as as a kind of one thing. And they said that, you know, drug addicts are no longer the junkie on the corner with track marks um, up their arms. It might be Barbara from the office who is addicted to painkillers. We are only human after all. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's people, you can see that it's kind of people reflecting on their lives and experiences and then kind of, Connecting that to societal responses and or, or, you know, understanding. And I think people are talking already. What I'm kind of seeing is that it's not just the government uh, that people are talking to when they're wanting to, to make changes or they're asking for changes. Often people are asking for a broader um you know, kind of public understanding and public knowledge around drugs that you know people aren't stereotypes and people have lots of different experiences and I think that's a really important part of the project and something with the podcast as well that we know that that people are you know uh, are listening to the episodes and and it's kind of giving them a new perspective, a fresh perspective, maybe yep. things they haven't considered before and um, and again that's that's also really important so. Again, you know, this project, although we're asking about kind of policymakers and what messages do you want to send? Actually, people are saying, well, it's not just the powers that be. It's not just government, but often it's my parents. It's my children. It's the local community. It's these are the people that I feel stigmatized by. And these and that's why. Um, from their perspective they believe that there should be a broader education and understanding about drugs that doesn't just come from media sources or our kind of um, you know kind of moral positions about drugs and drug users.
1: Mm. Yeah yeah definitely.
0: Yeah so it's you know as you can see it's kind of it's it's this is from the individual methods so uh, and I Ask the people who are taking part whether they'd mind me reading those things. So I think it's just nice for people to see how um, the kinds of things that people are saying and maybe that resonates or maybe disagree. You know, we want to hear from lots of different voices.
1: Yeah, and I'm linked to that as well, like you say, you know, um, the person consented to having those quotes read out. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's very important to us, isn't it, to protect the privacy of um, our. Uh, for people who want to get involved in the research. So is it confidential and yeah, how are we making it confidential and private?
0: Yes. So this is something that always comes up and I totally understand why it does mm-hmm. come up that often people, you know, within your social circles, um or even your professional lives or you know, your families, people, um, you know, some people keep their drug use private. So confidentiality is really, really important uh, for people Um, and for us as well. You know, we take that very, very seriously. So any contact that you make, any emails that you send, anything that you fill out on the website, is kept within the strictest confidence. So we don't discuss any contact that we have from people personally, we don't discuss it with anybody else apart from who's associated with the research team. Um, and you know, any interviews that we have, any workshops that we have, you know, we record them so we can transcribe them, so we can analyse them and build together, but we we anonymise them at transcription so that give means giving people like fake names and any identifiable places anything like that are just removed from the transcription once that transcription's been done we then completely delete um the voice recording so we just have the transcription there So we go to like great lengths um, to make sure that this is kept confidential and anything that's kind of recorded is deleted as soon as we've transcribed. And that's so that, um, you know, people can be assured about the confidentiality. And we also say to people as well, involved in workshops, especially workshops when we're we're, with people that they don't know, that this is a confidential space that people, you know, should not talk about anything personal that's been said within that workshop. Um, And obviously, you know, everybody's in the same boat there. Everyone's in the same uh, position. And, you know, I've been been doing this for a few years now and, and, you know, have managed to reassure people about confidentiality. And uh, yeah, everything that anybody said to me is always kept uh, private.
1: Yeah. Great okay Um. and yeah like you said as soon as what we'll what we'll be left with at the end is just the transcription with fake names so everything exactly. else will be recorded all those identifiers so oh, yeah absolutely. we are keeping it as confidential and as private as we possibly can um, and are there any benefits then from taking part?
0: Yes Um. you know one of the things to say first and foremost is that people usually enjoy taking part you know like it's usually something that they um, are interested in, that it, it can often be quite a cathartic experience to talk through these things, you know, so people enjoy it. And, you mm-hmm. know, I've, usually after interviews that I've done, people talk about, you know, enjoying it and sometimes they've reflected on things that they've not thought about before. Um, and also, as you said at the start, we do thank people by uh, giving them a £20 voucher, Um, which is you know after everything's kind of completed and stuff we'll send you a 20 pound love to shop voucher just to say thanks for taking part. Great well thank
1: you very much Rebecca for uh, answering all these questions about uh, the research in this stage of the project Um, and we'll be we'll look forward to hearing from you all.
0: Yes. So and, you know, please do go to our website, drugpolicyvoices.co.uk. There's lots of information on there. And then if you go to either the Join the Debate page or the Get Involved page, you can register your interest then there and you can see what types of things are on offer. And then, yeah, just the Drug Policy Voices email, voices at mmu.co.uk and we uh, we thank everybody that's gotten uh, got in contact so far and participated and we're looking forward and uh, to hearing and speaking to a lot more people yes
1: we are yeah thank you
0: Peace. we've reached the end of this episode thank you for listening we'd like to credit and thank anna duffy at a duffy design for our logo and branding this podcast was produced by neil scott
1: Ha 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 ha